0: hey we're back for the second episode or should we say the third episode i feel like we just did this yeah yesterday but here's the thing bam argira keeps doing crazy shit so sometimes <laughs> when bam argira does wild shit like you just have to be like tell your wife you tell your beautiful baby son you say hey family I need to get downstairs with uncle pope and we need to record another episode because what if bam does something crazy the next day you know who doesn't tell uh, their wife and kid about things Bam Argyra. yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, you actually yeah. woke me up today. And can you tell the people what happened after our warning yesterday? So Pope uh, Pope worked a night shift last night. I, you know, wake up with uh, you know beautiful wife, kid in the morning, making breakfast, hanging out, and uh, I'm just like, oh, you know, let's uh, let's follow up and see if anything became of that Bam Jira story where he was a uh, public tirade, just uh, saying he didn't want to be with his wife nor his son anymore. And first thing that pops up, it says 28 minutes ago on TMZ, or 28 minutes ago on, it might have been even a regular news source. Did I not say yesterday that I was going to let you know if TMZ gave him some, some airtime? Hmm. True, I forgot. He was he not, was not in the episode last night because... Tonight he'll probably be in the episode. It's a weekend recap, it's like all the highlights of the week. Sure. Boy's going to have blocks this <laughs> week. Entire <laughs> TMZ blocks dedicated yeah. to uh, tonight. Former prince of Westchester, Pennsylvania. Yo, I'm Bam Margera, and this is how to lose forty million dollars. <laughs> well, oh, this would <will> be wild. <laughs> um. So, anyways, first thing that pops up on the phone: twenty eight minutes. Uh, you know, in the morning when I check it out, it says Bam Margera kicked off of Southwest flight for public intoxication. All right, one dude used to have a private jet. I'm pretty sure. No. Two, no. Two. I've seen some rowdy ass people on Southwest flights before. You pro? You had to try to like, you know. I don't even know. You have to like hold yourself up in the bathroom or something like that in the lavatory and refuse to come out maybe for takeoff in order to get kicked no, out dude, of a No, He probably night. like pulled his dick out and peed on someone. He's like, oh, I just got to like take a leak and you know, I got to stay in my seat. This is funny. Like you guys were on the camera. <laughs> Bam Bargira. Um, Yeah. So pretty wild. So there is a video online of two airport police officers and an airport employee exc- es- escorting Bam from the terminal to a hotel shuttle, not a taxi, not a limousine, not even an Uber, to a hotel shuttle, a free shuttle, to get him to where he's gotta go. And I believe the police were just saying, Hey, we don't want any trouble for this guy here, just trying to get him back to a hotel safe where he can spend some time. So it sounds like Bam's on a bit of a bender. Yeah. Um uh, we've all been there. And uh, uh I, of have days. Two... I don't know if I've ever been kicked off a flight before. I've only been on like a handful of flights, so I haven't had the <laughs> I haven't had the chance. But the numbers are on my side. I just gotta travel more. Um, I've got two comments from the Wild Boys, his fir- former Jackass um, Chris co-stars. Right there. here's Chris Pontius. Uh, you want to read that for the uh, for the listeners there. So Chris Pontius, it's a verified uh, Twitter, obviously. To everyone asking the Jackass guys to help him, we are trying and have been. Comma, but no matter how loudly help screams his name. It's up to him to want to be better and not somebody who publicly degrades their wife and mother and takes accountability for it. I wouldn't write this publicly, but we all get told to go help Bam so much, I might as well answer. Right, and then, I mean, there's a lot to unpack there. Oh, wow. Okay, so this is Steve-O. We Mm -hmm. all know Steve-O, he's had a bit of a rough ride, but he seems to be doing good for himself. Dude, he's been sober for 10 years. Like, it doesn't seem like that long, but he's honestly, out of the guys still around... He's killing it the most. Last butt chug was 10 years ago. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, I mean, alcoholic. alcoholic, Yeah, like, you know, he might have taken a Bush N.A. down. Sure, a couple Bush (laughs) N.A.s. I think it still counts as sobriety. Yeah. But um, Stevo says, I'm sorry, uh, obviously from his Twitter as well. He says, I'm sorry if it's frustrating for you that we care enough to keep trying to get through to you, Bam not the most coherent, Um, but I couldn't be more clear that all of this isn't okay, and I hope you'll join me and Novak in recovery before your son loses his dad, and comma, by the way, none of this looks cool, which is a good thing, because it's humiliating myself that motivated me to commit myself to a program, oh, it's humiliating myself that motivated me to commit myself to a program in recovery, it's time for you to give up the fight and join the winning team. I love you, brother. Okay, that's kind of heartfelt. Yeah, steve kind of like a good guy now. Which yeah, is like, he's like, he was arguably the worst out of all of them. But, I mean, he was also probably having the most fun. Yeah, I mean, I hear Nitrous is great. All right. I mean, that being said, that's very heartfelt from Steve-O. He also um, is like the only guy, I think, in MTV Cribs history to teach you how to cook ketamine. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> I don't even remember that. I do remember there was an episode of Jackass or maybe CKY or something where Steve-O like put mini ramps in his apartment. Yeah. That was kind of cool. Like his whole apartment was just ramps. I don't know how he lived in there. Probably a lot of ketamine. He actually had three apartments in the same building. Oh, so one was probably mini ramp apartment. One mm-hmm. was ketamine apartment. One was like butt chug and pass out apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah, you got to have square footage, certainly. Yeah, I mean... But you know what, Bam? If you're going to keep getting kicked out of Southwest, maybe fly Charter. Or maybe fly somewhere that they're not going to kick you out. You could probably have, like, one of your dudes fly around a little Cessna. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I think like, he Bam just... Think, in regional I th- airports. I think the real problem is he doesn't have any dudes anymore. But, um... that you being probably s- find some on Fiverr. That being said, um... I have one last little Bam thing here. Uh, it's not uh, going to no, work. Wait, um, anyways... No, he would be on the television. I guess I haven't figured that stuff out yet, but um uh, It's all good. Anyways, uh he just uh he just tries to reach out to, you know, the only person that can help him in this time of need. Doctor Phil. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so this is Bam. He's wearing some very spooky vampire glasses, strong. But that's nothing add. new. That's nothing new. Like even in his like prime cocaine days he was shredding the vampire look. Um, I'm just saying, Doctor Phil though. So he's asking Dr. Phil Well, for... he was on Celebrity Rehab at one point, but... Well, that's Dr. Drew. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, I think he's Dr. Just... Phil and Dr. Drew are, like, sworn enemies, aren't they? I, I wouldn't know. You actually are the only one with a personal connection <sighs> to Dr. Phil. And we'll probably leave that one off of here yeah. for uh, the time being. Make Keep him mysterious for the time being. We can always come... They like, never accept my applications to be on there, so... To be Harpo or Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil, dude. Um, I would think that Dr. Drew and Dr. Phil are sworn enemies because they're competing for the same market, right? I don't know. Dr. Drew's just doing weird prescription commercials that I see at work all the time. Is he and a real two, doctor? Yeah. And then two, um, he's got a podcast on the uh, Your Mom's House Network. I thought maybe it was like a Dr. Dre kind of thing. Like, we'd just call him a doctor, you know? Oh, that'd be cool. Like, I'm sure Dr. Dre's prescribed something at some point in time, but probably... Just good vibes. Just dope beats. Yeah, just... Probably prescribing them dope beats. For sure. Um, But yeah, that concludes this week and BAM. Alright. This weekend bam, we can make that like a weekly <laughs> segment. I, I hope I hope not. <sighs> I mean eventually I wanna release I've been planning for months to release like a uh a YouTube video called Bam Arjira Career Autopsy, but just to if the actual media grabs a hold of this first, I missed my shot. Um He is Coffin, I believe. Oh that's right, he that is, is Coffin. He is Coffin. That's from his uh, you know Instagram without using a coffin emoji, so it's true. Uh, what else you got for us, my, my man? Um, so yesterday, uh, I did a thing. Um, there's a little thing out there. It's like Craigslist, but less rules, and it's called Facebook Marketplace. Oh, it's so, more. It's like Craigslist, but more trustworthy. Uh, I mean, I kind of like the anonymity of Craigslist because you don't know who you're going to meet. Well, here's the thing: FBI shut down the personals in on craigslist Probably like that whole section oh well, yeah but like they're still back page like why why would you target craigslist but i think the fbi just hates san francisco bay yeah it's just it's where their global headquarters. look man i'll be honest i loved just going on there and just clicking on stuff to read it like missed connections all that mm-hmm. stuff it was always just like a Spicy, riot yeah yeah. but um that being said facebook marketplace Maybe they, like, capitalize on that, on that gap in the market. Are you saying that Facebook Marketplace is going to have a prostitution section soon? Well, like, you have profiles already. I guess, uh, that's like... That's true. Yeah, I guess it could be, like, a Tinder with a price or something attached to it. That's Like, probably, Marketplace. I'm, yeah. I'm sure Zuckerberg's in. Yeah, Zuckerberg... As long as he gets his advertisements. Yeah. And it's... You could have, uh... That'd be good. Um, anyways, so, back to what I was purchasing on Facebook Marketplace. Um... I saw this guy, he listed this cool skateboard, it's kinda of like a cruiser skateboard, back in May, and I've seen it on there, you know, like every month or whatever when I go back in to check. It had all the hardware I wanted on it, and uh, I'm like, you know what, let's, let's give this thing a shot. So the dude wanted $70 for it, and as a former salesman, um, you gotta know your buyers, you gotta know your customers. So I put my customer hat on, and uh, I wanna know everything I can about this guy, so I click on his Facebook profile picture, you know, scrolling through some profile pics, and his Snapchat name—I kid you not—is at four twenty blaze it life, something like that. It had at, it had four twenty, it had blazing, and it had life in there. I guess. Um, uh, so I knew that this young man. I'm still kind of stuck on the last one. I guess you know, Craigslist personals with profiles. Mm-hmm. It's just Facebook. They already They already cornered that market. Anyways. I guess yeah, they they kind of won that back in uh yeah they three. They've been doing that for years. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Anyways, um, so you want to know everything you you can, I don't about, think 4- I can about this guy. It. So I see he's got a baby. I see he's got a girlfriend. I see he works at Walmart. So you don't think it's an ironic name? No. Oh okay. nope. He's got a baby. He's got a girlfriend. He's got gauges in his ears the size of silver dollars. Um, yeah, those lobes ain't coming um, back. And his uh, his Lobos Snapchat name is like at 420 blaze it he wants 70 dollars. so i know that i don't know if it's necessarily he wants to get rid of the skateboard but he probably looking to buy some drugs did so you just so, message him that you were trying to match no i did not <laughs> <laughs> so i sent him a message and i'm just like hey man um you know i see you want 70 dollars for this board i'll give you 30 bucks and he messages me back almost immediately he goes i'll go 60 and i'm like well you know i'm i'm kind of Firm on 30 so take it or leave it you've been watching too many pawn stars episodes man. i know and i always put my rich harrison hat on you never know what's going to come through that on door. top of my customer hat rich harrison hat um big hoss. so the dude he like sits on it for an hour he goes i'll go 45 i'm like i just don't say anything cool is a damn cucumber nice on this facebook yeah just place. ready to walk just ready to walk just yeah, like yeah. rich harrison would I hope I'm I hope that's his name, sponsors guy. Well yeah. Well I'm I'm not Chumley in this. You Rick. Know? It's Rick. Rick fuck. And then but Big Rick, Hoss, Rick the old short. man, Rick R. I. P. and, and Chumley's him. in jail for weapons charges. I did see Chumley at a Facebook post that recently. So oh, good. he's out on parole perhaps. Good for him. Um, um anyways, this dude comes firing back and he goes, Forty dollars. It's my final offer. I go, you know what? I and you said, you know what, this yeah. is gonna take up shelf space, I gotta frame it. Yeah. And then <laughs> I gotta call an expert. <laughs> gotta call. A few I honestly here. don't even know if it's worth anything. So, anyways, I go. Yeah, I can do forty bucks because the dude was at seventy. I feel like that's good. Um, actually, all the hardware, wheels, and trucks and stuff on this board alone are probably worth like seventy dollars. So, I feel like I made out pretty okay on it. Um, go to meet this guy at the Econo Foods. He says, "Let's meet at the Econo Foods." I say, "Okay, that's fine." That's a regional chain. He says, "I'm driving a Camry," and I'm thinking Camry. I'm like, you know what? Toyota's a very sensible car for a family man. Maybe this guy's got his life together. I roll up, he's sitting there. He's blaring. Uh, I think maybe Lil Boosie. Oh, okay, he's blaring Lil Boosie in the car. I mean, you're a fan. He's like, "We out, Chia." Well, you you're know? a fan of his haircut more I than you are his music. I'm a fan of the Boosie fade more so than a hair, uh, are a fan of Boosie music. Yeah. I will listen to Boosie music mostly because it's um it's some of the most thug stuff you can get. So either he's either playing like Boosie or some drill music. Car door is open. Skateboard's propped up against the Camry and uh his girlfriend is sitting in the open car door smoking a cig and there's a baby in the back seat. Oh, and this nice. guy's posted up hey, arms folded. Hey, car door's open. Car door's open, so maybe she's blowing the smoke out of the car, but I feel like I should as a father, as as a husband, as a parent, I should be like, "Hey, like maybe you shouldn't smoke near this uh this baby." But I also want the skateboard for 40 bucks, right? So, you got to make a conscious choice there. Yeah. Um, so, walk up. This guy's just giving me the history of the board. Like, it's something out of the Smithsonian. Like, where he bought it, how he put it together, how many times he's actually it. Now, used when you it. were uh, creeping on this guy's Facebook, mm-hmm. did he have any, like, sweet, like, uh like profile pics of him, like, kick-flipping a nine-stair? No. Or, or like, switch-lasering a, a four-flat-five? And the thing looks pretty brand new, and he said he bought it, like, two years ago. So, I think that... um. I think he just, like, just bought it to look cool and, like, barely wrote it. So, uh, anyways, dude's give me th- the history on this thing. I'm just like, here's your 40 bucks, man. Um, he seemed very appreciative, and then, uh, he got back in his car. Girlfriend continues to smoke the cigarette as she closes the door, and I'm, they're probably off to, you know, go buy Special K, something like that. Oh, cool. Or, um, you know, so... I love that cereal. Take their, yeah, it's a good cereal. It's got red berries in it. Um... <laughs> Anyway, Steve taught me how to cook that on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a TV. Yeah, special kids cereal. Um, <laughs> uh, so I toss the car board back in the car, text my wife, and I say, "Hey, I survived." You know, because she was very worried about me going the big, the big Facebook Marketplace meetup at the Icano food. She thought it might, it might go south. You know? Yeah. She thought the, the Colombians might get involved. So uh get like back some home. kind of like a, uh um uh, back to the future scenario. Could be. Could be. Um, are we talking about by back to the future scenario? Are you talking about like I would be pushed into a DeLorean and taken into the future? No, you just like remember when he just steals all that plutonium from the uh Bosnians? Mm. Could be. You know, just really. Is that what handle. you said? Yeah, you know, i was just saying going south quick. The Colombians. Colombians. Yeah, Colombians. Sorry. The other Bosnians. Yeah, the Bosnians of the South uh, America. So we get the skateboard, get back home, check in with the wife. Let her know I'm alive. Um, Put my helmet on because I'm a sensible human being. You know, got to protect the old the old noggin. And I go out to the hill behind our house. And it's like a pretty big hill. And I haven't ridden the skateboard ever before. I'm like, oh, I can ride it down the hill. Bomb this hill. Do some cool guy stuff. And I hop on the skateboard. Start cruising down this hill. And I start getting a little bit of speed wobble. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, oh, I've had speed wobble before. is not a problem. So I keep bombing down the hill. This dude on the ATV passes me. He sees me bombing this hill. I'm looking good. I got a helmet on. Mm-hmm. You know, I got a Pass Blue Ribbon shirt. Yeah. Um, This dude on this ATV is shirtless. What kind, of, what kind of shoes are you wearing? What, what kind of shoes are you wearing? I'm wearing Nikes. Yeah, they're like Nike like running SB's? shoes. No, because no, yeah. I don't have any skate shoes right now. <laughs> so I'm wearing my Nike <laughs> running shoes. I'm on this skateboard bombing this hill, a, hill. got my helmet on. cross trainers. Yeah, cross trainers. <laughs> pass Blue Ribbon shirt. I'm looking good. I got like Look the part. salmon pink shorts on. You're looking the part. You're... You know, mid-twenties. You got Late 20s. a helmet on. Late-twenties helmet. <laughs> um. Anyways, this dude on an ATV is coming up the hill, and he's got overalls on, no shirt, and he's got on like a cool motocross helmet. He gives me the devil horns Oh, okay. while I'm bombing the hill. He gives me the devil horns, like just letting me know, hey, you're rock and roll. Well, dude, it's, just, and and Shorts, Pap it's just like a rocket helmet. power moment where you're just respecting each other's extreme I know, lifestyles. I think, I think I even gave him the devil horns back mid-speed wobble. I wouldn't anyways. be surprised if you gave him first, and he reciprocated, and you didn't even notice. because oh, I was just giving him. Yeah, the it's horns. a reflex at this point. <laughs> yeah, You've had be. a skateboard for twenty minutes. <sighs> a new skateboard for twenty minutes. Thank you. Used, um, new, used, new to me. Damn mm-hmm. it. Um. Anyways, so now I'm getting speed wobble bad, and luck, this ATV guys passed, and I'm like, I think I got to look for a place to bail out because uh, I don't want to look like a fool. You know, if I if I bail out on asphalt and i scrape up my face because your helmet only protects your dome it doesn't protect your beautiful face beautiful grill and whatnot so maybe like three quarters of the way down the hill i see that the hill like crests again and then it hits another hill oh so it's like, like a little ba- hiccup it, like it's it a, like a little coaster. plateau like so a I'm roller like coaster. this is only gonna get worse you know what i'm talking about you get to the top of the roller coaster and it throws that you're already anticipating the drop mm-hmm. little hiccup Yes. And then just steep drop. So as I get to the hiccup, because I'm like, this is the best place to bail out. I'm like, I got to bail out before I get to the bottom of this other hill. I kind of like ease the board over to the side, still cruising pretty fast. And I just do my best tuck and roll that I possibly can. It's been a while since I've I've bailed out an escape. You know what's so funny about this is when I got my penny board in college (laughs) that... Like I talked about on the last episode about the Chinese uh, basketball jersey, I recovered this from one of the apartments I cleaned out that summer. My immediate thought was to go bomb a hill. Well, let me go bomb a hill what on is, this small this plank of wood. Confidence, like yeah, I mean, I used to skateboard, you know, twelve years ago. That's the I'm thing, like, I have I let a, me go hit a, like an eighty grade. Hill. <laughs> like the last time I actually skateboarded, like truly skateboarded, like dropping into bowls and stuff like that, it was, it was ten years ago. It's just a fifteen percent grade, and I'm just coming in ago. so hot. And the penny board, four inches wide. Yeah. Don't, dude, that's a, that's dicey. Also, like, 22 inches long, so, like, you're not, like, you know, under two feet. You were looking like uh, that guy from Dogtown and Z-Boys just bombing that hill. And it had a curve in it, like it was a dog leg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So how how'd you fare? Because I got super banged up. I got Dude, all kinds of strange, fun I didn't even go down bruises. the street. I was on the sidewalk. Oh, and I forgot about all that shit. And then um, so yeah, just I, ju- I just tucked and rolled. So okay, so there's two. You got Pope Calhoun. You got the good captain tucking and rolling upon the receipt of their first skateboard in around ten years. I should. So I don't just, feel bad anymore. But right. uh, I mean, I should have just tossed, tossed cut it. Up. I should have just tossed the uh, the penny board at that point. Like, But no, I spent the next couple of days practicing on that same hill. I'm just saying getting my legs back. And then, you know what, six months later, I ended up breaking my elbow on the same penny board. So, And we got the crutch hanging here that you used in the uh, Actually, in the believe the it or not, when studio. I broke my elbow, I didn't use a crutch afterwards. <laughs> that was when I broke my knee. I thought you had a broken knee and elbow at the same time. No, knee, wrist. Knee, wrist. Tooth. Nearest tooth. Elbow was a year later to the day. <laughs> hey, I, I am nothing but consistent. You are nothing but consistent, <laughs> and you have more mechanical parts inside you than uh, most washer machines. Hey, man, they got uh, you know Cyberpunk 2077 coming Ooh, out. Steampunk, Steam no Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk 2077, that game coming out. It's all about body modifications. Uh, I'm just getting in early, baby. If you were offered like a new elbow but it functioned purely on steam and they give you like a little boiler you can carry around steampunk style like you get the copper tubing just eli whitney over here eli whitney would you cotton gin that elbow (laughs) Ring, ding, ding. i don't know the water pressure is pretty bad here i don't know how how i'm gonna be loading this guy up it's like a blow off valve Uh, on top of the boiler anyways i just wanted to tell you guys that cool story my first tuck and roll and it sounds like both pope calhoun and uh the good captain like bombing hills as soon as they get a brand new skateboard they've never ridden before yeah it's so. so funny um well that brings me into my next topic i mean i guess these were all kind of uh skateboard related you know starting with bam Margera. but x games minneapolis and uh i want you to take a look at a little bit of history okay a trick was landed yesterday that has never been landed before all right so this guy also he's wearing a helmet yeah, I'm well, a big fan of helmets. baby. It's vert. It's vert. It's vert. So uh wait I just... a minute, is that vert or mega ramp? He's got a bunch of like, mega transition. ramp. Okay, all right. So he's skating mega ramp here, dropping in. Mitchy Brusco Flying. coming in X Games Minneapolis. Okay, oh, he hits the gap. Maybe a little melon uh, backside one eighty. Was that a ten eighty? That was a twelve sixty. The first one was ever landed four rotations, three and a half. Three and a half rotation. And look at how calm, cool, and collected this guy comes down. Like a like a like a serial killer. This, kid is... this guy doesn't even flinch. His friends are freaking out, and it looks like he just he like through the first twelve sixty in history. This kid He literally pushes one of his friends away right here. Do you see that? Like his yeah. friends are hugging him, they're like, dude, first twelve sixty in the world. And he pushes him away and he's just like So I don't know if he knows he's this much of a G or what, but this kid just throws a twelve sixty. Yeah. He is, and honestly, he probably had time for another rotation. A half, he could have gotten another a four half, probably, because he starts turning before he even gets off the lip of. Red I don't Red even Red know if this guy's sponsored by anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. So I'm saying he's got he's getting a blank deck right now. You want to know the funniest thing about this? And but I'm just saying he comes off of this thing just like Pope's saying, he slides back down, he gets on his knees, kind of like, you uh, know, like when Tony to when Tony Hawk bump. misses a, a, you know. a a trick and he but just like knees down lands the entire it, lets, ramp. Let's the board go and he just knees down the ramp. Um, but then he's like got a like a, sociopath, yeah, like no got, emotion. He's got like a, no emotion on this kid's face. He just, he's I guess better than Sean White, certainly. Sean White did a 1080 uh, on a snowboard. Uh, no, 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 no. Sean White did a 1080 like nose grab, tail grab or something in like, competition, yes, at the X Games, uh, like. Four or five years ago. But I'm saying, dude, this guy is better than Sean White at skateboarding right now. You wanna know what's funny though? What's that? He got silver. What? I don't know, the commentators were like, What? (laughs) It's probably because he's such a sociopath about it. He didn't like freak out and be happy. Yeah, he was like blackmailing the judges. It was probably the judge shit. He got a silver. <laughs> yeah. Who who got gold? He does a full like you know because what's a nine hundred or two and a half? Is that Bucky Lasek who comes over? No, it's two young guys. Dude, Bucky's retired. No, Bucky's at the X Games this year. I'm vert. Well, this is, I mean he kind of pioneered the mega ramp, but he was uh, not in the top three. I can tell you that. Damn. Because uh, I caught the tail end of this. This was going on like as I I got to work and. Um... That's wild. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> insane though, right? <laughs> silver i got to see what the dude he's did he's got like he, dude he slides down the ramp and he's got like an eric harris stare he just got, got like this blank stare on his face like he just like he just saw some shit yeah i know anyways i just wanted to show That's you cuz I, I know and you were trying to Mitchie look up brusco's name yeah mitchy brusco and mitchy got- brusco congratulations making history you fucking weirdo. <laughs> you, and you know... You cold-blooded killer. This guy brusco has got guy, some skeletons this guy, in his closet for sure. Dude, this guy's mom never... <laughs> this guy's mom... This his like, dad said... He said, I won't love you until you land at 1260, and his dad passed away six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's mom never made him, like, a snack in front of the TV. <laughs> no, dude. This guy doesn't know what ants on a log are. Oh, we got to learn more about this guy's history. <laughs> yeah, let's go into Mitchie like, Brusco later on. You click on his biography and it says, Mitchie <laughs> Brusco's life is unaccounted for Dude, you know from the years of 1996 funnier? to 2016. You know what's 2016. Even funnier? It's like, okay, so he's stone-faced, right? He probably thinks he's taken home the gold. Imagine, like, the rage behind those eyes just after he lands at 1260. Imagine, like, the... You know, uh, once he, like, rationalizes that he he's, He did not of, even win. He's going like, to kill somebody, man. Maybe they think, like, oh, you know, you just made history, but you could have done it with a little more flair. Could use a little more flair on that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. That's awesome. Too funny, man. Well, I, thank you for sharing that shit with me. Yeah, for sure, dude. But, um, speaking of sociopaths. <laughs> okay. I got a phone call last night at work. I work at a news station and, uh, uh we're going to talk about, it. I think this is good. You think so? Yeah. I mean, I, I want to, I want to hear it from your perspective because I obviously heard about it. Um, you know, after the fact. Yeah. Um, so it's just a, a brief thing, but I work at a news station and, uh, working like, you know, the night shift, like, uh, the good captain said earlier, um, I get a phone call around midnight. I want to say, like, yeah, like, maybe midnight 30, and, um, uh, you know, the El Paso shooting happened yesterday afternoon, um, 18 died, it was very tragic, um, you know, I, I was monitoring, like, special reports from the, from the network, and then I get a call at midnight 30 from some guy who lives in the area, allegedly, and he claims, excuse me, to be the uncle of the alleged um, El Paso shooter which is not something to take lightly I mean senseless the, senseless murderer the weird thing is like this guy's you... just calling in saying hey PSM is his uncle give me a call back not even me. dude I, I picked it up and um, and he uh, have you been getting like a lot of telemarketer calls recently absolutely like, you get Pirate those ones days. that sound like robot voices yeah like I pick it up and I just hear hello, and I was like, yeah, hello, and I, like, did the intro for, like, you know, mm-hmm. when you answer the phone at, at my at my job, and then he goes, can you hear me, and I was like, I, like, start kind of smiling, because I'm like, this is a robot, I'm like, I like fucking with these things, so I'm just gonna have a good time, I'm like, yeah, I can hear you, <laughs> and he goes, all right, well, my name is, you know, blankety blank, and, uh, I am the uncle of of the man that was arrested in connection with the El Paso shooting. And then he's like, I have pertinent information regarding his motives and I've been on the phone with his girlfriend. I've been on the phone with his mom, the police, the FBI, the DEA. Don't know why the DEA was involved. He said they took away his computer and some of his writings. Mm -hmm. But this guy said he was in possession of some of like, this guy's personal uh, effects, and, um, and he had spoken to him three months prior and didn't put the, uh, like, two and two together on that he was actually going to act on, like, these kind of weird takes he had. I mean, it's just so wild, considering that you are a very, very tiny news station, and here is the most notorious, you know, shooter of the week, we'll say, with all the terrible... Um, violence that's been happening as far as mass shootings go in the United States, and he just happens to call you on the other end of the phone. I mean, that's and pretty midnight, probably, You know, probably and he sounded—he was you weird. Up good, I would think. It was yeah, it shook me up a little bit, but he sounded like he was like half in the bag. So I don't know if I take him seriously. Okay. Anyways, I I just like you know I took a bunch of notes. He was kind of terse with me too, which was weird. He's like, "Are you listening?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm taking notes." Like, um, <laughs> you fucking psycho is calling it, is me at it, one in the is morning it Maybe because you said yeah i could hear you <laughs> at the very beginning no i mean i i don't think i was as uh, sarcastic as okay. i implied but but he, i don't know he did sound like a robot off the gate and then afterwards he just sounded like kind of like a rambling dude but um yeah i don't know spoke to my news director and he he handled the situation so I'll keep you guys posted on that but as it sits he just gave me a bunch of, like, weird factoids about the the um, the person in custody, and so I'm going to wait for those to kind of, like, bubble out to the surface and see if this guy was telling the truth or if he was just a prank call. Yeah, shoot. I mean, you'll know when uh, e- either the police announce it or FBI announces it, and then yeah. you'll know, too, obviously, in court if that stuff comes out, this guy's legit or not. Yeah, very true. But, um, yeah, that was my uh, correlation between a guy who landed a 1260... With zero uh, so satisfaction. <laughs> and uh, and like a, a horrible human yeah, being. Yeah, and a horrible, horrible tragedy. Segways. More than <laughs> just an effective means of transportation. Dude, apparently like uh, Steve Wozniak still just rides around on a Segway. He's convinced oh that it's God. still the future. Yeah, Steve Wozniak. Don't do that anymore. Well, here's the thing though, How about though, the man? hoverboard? The thing. Woz? Yeah, I mean like the hoverboards. Like they eventually became... You know, they ditched, like, the handlebars, and that eventually became, like, you know, pretty popular. Segways, not cool. Hoverboards, cool. You know what that says about being cool? Handlebars. No handlebars. No handlebars. That's why skateboards are better than scooters. I Can Ride a Bike with No Handlebars is a song that comes on the radio once a year. Yeah. Some guy made a career off that song. Segway to things that are awesome, maybe? Pabst Blue Ribbon has made a coffee... And it's not a, uh, it's not a like, you know, like a coffee you brew hot, you know, like any like kind of beans you'd grind up, put them in a filter, maybe put them in a French press. It's a iced coffee that's got alcohol in it. And uh, I was driving through Pennsylvania on my way Can, back from a school. Who's the demographic for a hard iced coffee? Because I, blue collar South- Americans, getting off third shift. So me. You, you. I mean, I don't, not, I guess it's not really a blue collar You have a blue a Pabst collar bandana on your head right now. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if I'd call myself like a blue collar job. I would love to be associated with the, the blue collar thing, but I don't think I'm like a, I don't work with my hands. It's I work true. with computers and numbers. I mean, you technically work with your hands in the sense you have to click buttons and like well, program things. then everyone works with their hands. <sighs> mm, foot models, podcasters, <laughs> podcasters. Um, I would say people coming off third shift, probably, perhaps iced coffee, because is it too early for a beer? I feel like it's never too early for well, a beer. But thing. some people coming off first shift or third shift might be like, ah, uh, you know, well, I as feel a, a lot more shifter, comfortable drinking an alcoholic iced coffee right now. Well, as a third shifter, I would like to say that we, and I'm going to lump us all together. That's right, the collective We the royal Wee. Well, the third, third shifters. shifters royal Wee. we drink to fall asleep <laughs> we
1: don't drink to get wired baby <laughs>
0: you know i got a long commute yeah i'm not pounding one before the road home i'm not getting a little little you would be full with wait are they hard liquor they can't no they're five percent alcohol it's, so it's beer uh, no so it's coffee? a it's a malt liquor it's a malt because alcohol. i've been doing beer and coffee at 4 a.m like for years it's how i like would wind down on a bender. I feel like uppers and downers, <laughs> it's not gonna help you wind down period. well. I heard once in health class in high school that if you mix caffeine and uh alcohol, you're more likely to get alcohol poisoning. So that's, so, what you, that's how you're trying to fall it. Was f- alcohol yeah I poison. thought it was reverse psychology, so I just doubled down. You I know put, what? I put it all on black. Mrs. Abrascado. Probably I your healthy treat you didn't have her. Mrs. No. Pebbles? Pegley? Whoever like carried around the spirit stick and wore jorts and like the... Mrs. Pegley. So All right, Mrs. Pegley, like we're doubling person. down and we're calling you out, lady. Sounds like Amelia Bedelia character. Pope Calhoun says you can drink alcohol, caffeine, and still wind down for the night. And he hasn't and got alcohol what? poisoning I've only more gotten, than three times. I've only gotten alcohol poisoning four times. <laughs> I should be laughing. And one of them was like a month ago. <laughs> I've uh, had it, you know, like, two, three times, somewhere in there. But, uh, yeah. Yeah like a month into college I, I got a rude awakening ruined to someone's uh some sorority day party well sometimes <laughs> you ruin a day party and sometimes you're the life of that day party and sometimes <laughs> that's the same night so it can't happen hey, but, back to the pabst <laughs> it tastes good um I picked it up in Pennsylvania my way home from an army school um it tastes a lot like the monster like mean bean kind of like iced coffee um, but just got like a alcohol kick those, at the dude. end. It's I really feel nice. Like the only people who drank those monster coffees when I was growing up are the same people who wear Cookie Monster T-shirts, Osiris sneakers, and they have gauged ears. So cool people. And you're all, saying, they you're all saying cool people drink Monster iced Coffee. And they all maxed out at like five six. Probably from drinking the monster ice coffee. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah, saying there's stunted. a correlation. Okay, there's nothing wrong with Cookie Monster shirt. My son has a Cookie Monster shirt. There's nothing wrong with Osiris sneakers. I have some in a checkout bag, like sound, on the internet. You sound a tad biased, man. I am. Okay, you know what? Let me keep talking about my iced coffee then. So it's delicious. Um, I could probably only drink like two of them. They come in a four pack. Um, just because they're so sweet, they're they're really sweet for what should be a uh, a liquored up product um i got two of them sitting in the fridge upstairs where my buddy comes to visit he's a big paps fan too um and i'll let you know what he thinks of it too but it's only rolled out to four states right now it's rolled out to like pennsylvania georgia maine and somewhere else um that being said i'm hoping that it sells well um from the people i talked to at the package store there in pennsylvania they said it was selling well because if it uh, does they'll roll it out nationwide what states again um, I think it's like Pennsylvania, Georgia, Maine, and then um, I'm missing one. I have the others. So you're not kidding. They're literally targeting blue collar states. Yes, they absolutely are. <laughs> no, and they're they're doing it to places where they I mean, see main, a high correlation, so much, but... a high correlation of coffee drinkers and people who drink Pabst is what they're doing it for. Oh, what was weird though is four pack nine ninety nine plus tax so that's kind of brutal so i'm hoping that if they roll it out nationwide obviously they're making a lot more of this stuff it's not just a trial run wow. anymore they knock get back to i can get a six pack of pbr tall boys for like 5.99 well yeah but uh, how how much is a uh four pack of monsters? isn't it like 12 bucks are they uh, like right in the middle four pack of monsters are two bucks each you know there's no way you get a four pack of monster for eight dollars you think it's less i think it's more okay I think I'm just saying, energy like, drink, like four packs. Most my my room former roommate, who was diabetic, so he'd get those white like zero sugar sure monsters. Yeah, I swear to God, they were like sixteen dollars for a four pack, and I would just be that's like, really man. But um, he didn't want to buy a conventional coffee maker because he didn't know how to use one, so he wanted to pay an extra eighty dollars for a Keurig, and I convinced him to. Just kick the monsters, kick the egg, and get a... 0 Mystery coffee. coffee. Yeah, Mr. Coffee. You probably saved that young diabetic man's life. No, he saved my life. Nice. Yeah. Let's go. Just kidding. Um, he's a good dude. Well, that, good. that's what I got on the Paps Coffee. If you do live in one of those four states, check it out, please, and uh, purchase it so it can go nationwide soon. So people like Pope getting off third shift can have themselves an ice-cold Paps Blue Ribbon coffee to help them sleep, and also... Have our health teacher, uh, be denied? You know what? I um, uh, I may be wearing a Pabst Blue Ribbon bandana, but I don't appreciate the shameless plugs at our podcast. So I'm gonna tell you not to buy that coffee. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. It not tasted pretty good. I had one. It'd be kind of cool. Captain if... gave me one. It'd be kind of cool if Pabst uh, sponsored our podcast, which they probably won't because um, very controversial. Who us? Yeah. Oh my gosh, so controversial. No. Episode two and a half. I think we're like diet controversy. Diet, like we're like tab. Yes, exactly. are yeah, like the tab soda of yeah. podcasts like right Give now. us 10 years and we'll just be uh, irrelevant. I remember mom drinking tab growing up and then it just like disappearing off the market. Yeah, I think because it was full of, uh, what's that? Aspartame. Not, not aspartame. Aspartame was still in Diet Coke, but it was like the bad one mesothelioma yep full of mesothelioma that's the one yeah the the class action lawsuit sometimes you work at a naval shipyard and sometimes (laughs) Sometimes you drink drink tab tab. (laughs) sometimes you're out of francia sometimes you're out of francia yeah America's most popular wine little known fact because you buy it by the five liter bag dude you know what i saw the other day what's that that was, like, a drink that got discontinued that we used to drink all the time? Um, purple... No, blue Pepsi? Vault. Vault? Okay, Vault Remember soda. that? Yeah, that was, like, Coca-Cola's a Coca-Cola's answer like to, like, Mountain Amp Dew. or something, yeah. Yeah, Mountain Dew, like, energy drinks, yeah. I thought Vault was okay. I liked it. We used to have it stocked all the time. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Also, I remember that was, like... Vault. Yeah, the 12-pack. Do you remember when they, like, first rolled out the 12-pack with the cardboard, like, oh, tear you out? Just, you tear the top off there, and now you're... Before, before then, before then, it was like the cube 12 pack you still get when you buy like a 12 pack of beer. Why don't they Why make... don't beer companies make the rollout 12 packs? What the hell is wrong with them? I can't believe I've never thought of that before. Do you think there's no? Because like Pepsi and Coke have it, so it's not like trademarked. No, no, it's a packaging company trademark. A packaging company designed that, unless they licensed it. Now that I think about it, it's so inconvenient when you buy like a 12er and you have to flip it on its side. And then open it up so that they're all facing the right like, direction. Like, I want it when I pull the next paps out. It goes, dunk, dunk, dunk. And they backfill the other I don't I have to, like, paps look paps through out. the cracks of the like, box blue, 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 to find blue, 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 blue. out which uh, side is up, which side is down. And then get it right in the fridge and then open it. I feel like... And I'm, it takes up too much real estate because it's not slim. What if we... Fridges are deep. Pitchmen. We go talk to Miller course. But those packs are too We wide. go talk to... Anna Anthony Anthony Sullivan. Billy Mays is dead. Anthony Sullivan here. Got your beers. I don't know why. I can't do a good British right now. Anthony Sullivan here with OxyClean 12-Packs. Power th- of oxygen saving your beers. We were talking about foul play in the last episode. Okay. Do you think he killed Billy Mays? Well, they had. So here's the crazy thing Billy about Lewis that. Billy Mays was full of cocaine, wasn't he, when they found him? Allegedly. But here's the thing. Right? You, don't, you don't get hype being sober. Here's That's the thing. Fact. Here's the thing. They had a TV show at the time called Pitchman. Yeah, Short-lived show. Good show. Just like Billy Mays was short-lived. Close. No, no. So, Pitchmen was almost like Shark Tank before Shark Tank was a thing. No, I, Shark Tank's been on for 10 years, man. Well, it was in Canada first. I like to think Dragon's Den was first? Yes. Okay. Anyways. I like to think that Shark Tank pre... Or, excuse me. I like to think that Pitchman preceded even the Canadian version of Shark Tank. I Bank. think it was kind of neck and neck, but Pitchman was on, like, Discovery Channel and, you know... uh, Obviously, uh, Shark Tank was on ABC, major network. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna give the benefit of the doubt to Shark Tank, considering it was a spinoff, as I'm now learning. Um, regardless, Anthony Sullivan was only the face of like a mop at that point. True, just like Billy shammy. Mays. Like like when you hear about the show Pitchman, Anthony's sitting backseat, baby. That's Billy's show. It's Billy's show, and I was th- I heard that Vince, not Vince Neil, Vince the Slapchop guy. Oh yeah, 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 Shamwell, slap chop, Shamwell guy. I heard that he was actually gonna, he was set to replace Anthony Sullivan. This sounds like a hot take. I'm gonna have to need to see your sources on this. No, I got, I got big source. It's Vince. I to Vince. Yeah, Vince is is my source. Yeah, I talked to him. He said he's like, hey, I was gonna replace that Anthony Sullivan guy. Also, can you put some money in my commissary? I'm in prison. I punched that hooker. (laughs) I punched another hooker. Slap chop. She bit me. Slap chop. (laughs) Shamwow! Hey, you following me, camera guy? I would like to say that hopefully he got <laughs> to take some shamwows with him on the inside because think of how helpful a shamwow would be in prison, cleaning up the blood. Cleaning. That up... That was up. Uh, college humor. Did a sketch about that. Did they really? With Thomas Middleditch, it was pretty good. You know what? But um, I don't want to. Dude, I wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past Anthony Sullivan because here's the crazy thing: he ends up taking over for OxyClean. Pitchman goes off the air, and now he's rolling in OxyClean dollars right after they get a. They get a like a, a merger deal with like Tide, where like Tide oh, with, with the power Oxy, of Oxy. yeah, with the power of Oxy. Those, clean. Fuck you, Tide dollars, and that's that, that. Those royalties, baby. So and Billy was hoping for In case you have missed it and missed the connection, Pope Calhoun is insinuating that Anthony Sullivan. Hey, I'm insinuating nothing. I'm just asking questions. He's just asking the questions. It's a little too convenient, right? He's saying that after it, OxyClean breaks into the big that Anthony brand. Sullivan somehow rigged the overhead bin that dropped the package. Oh, that's the on easy part. Billy Mays's head. Maybe you know foul it's even easier. Dispected. You know it's even easier slipping cocaine into a drug addict's system. Tainted cocaine. There's no easier way to kill someone than uh, OD in a drug addict. Man, Bam is still alive. This morning Allegedly That's all I gotta say about that He is coughing He is is coughing (laughs) I'm gonna give you what you need I'm gonna make your organs Bleed Billy Mace Uh... He Coke is- and blow, Coke and blow, I'm the king of oxyclean. Oh, God, man. So that was kind of like a Pabst <laughs> Coffee segue back somehow to Bam Margera. Do you got another topic or do you want me to go to my next one? Uh, believe it or not, I've already burned through my format. Oh, no, I got one more. Okay, well, I was going to say, son of a bitch, for, how are we doing on time? 45 minutes. Okay, so we got a little bit of time left. Um, I just want to bring up real quick... Um. Have you looked into the new AEW Blue's All Elite Wrestling? No dude, there's too many factions breaking out at this point and they're kind of like <sighs> biting meta. They're like kind of chomping at Vince uh, McMahon's ankles. The so only I one really been that has a, a TV show that I can I can think of is AEW. Oh, no, dude, think TNA's so still out there. so speaking of Shark Tank, Mark Cuban started his own television network called Access Television, AXS. He already had TV sh- network he has his own net, like well, I mean, it's not a well. Network, he had like but HD he has his own network, station. HD net. He owned but very possible. Keep going. Regardless, he is like airing uh, New Japan in America. Mm. No shit. Yeah. And okay. And dude, his ratings are like off the charts. It's weird because like their original programming is like Sammy Hagar, Life on the Road, and then New <gasps> Japan Wrestling, and then the last time I watched it, it was. Gary Busey in a Buddy Holly story. So they're playing like weird, obscure movies. I swear, I used to see weird, that obscure Gary, Gary Busey. Like <laughs> Gary Busey, Buddy Holly story. He used to play it on HD Net all the time. His first TV channel that maybe he owned. Cuban just loves like a good Busey. I flick. think he's either good friends with Busey or he bought the rights to that so long ago. Anytime they got dead air, the interns like, "What do we put on?" And Cuban, because of course Cuban works there every day, he's just like, "Hey, put on that Buddy Holly story." <laughs> Hey, put that shit on. I bought that shit back in 98. Yeah. HD network. Yeah, the master control operators at Access TV have to call Cuban personally <laughs> for programming. It sounds like, according to all the people on Shark Tank, he is very involved in all those small businesses yeah, yeah, he yeah. buys. You know, I watched the pilot of Shark Tank recently because I was interested to see like what it looked like 10 years yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, sure. No no Cuban. Yeah, because it's Canada. No, dude. I'm not talking about Dragon's Den. I watched the pilot of Shark Tank. Okay talking like Damon was on it the owner of founder of fubu well, like it's fubu. an american forest by yeah yeah but i'm just saying this was the the first episode of shark tank and a guy goes on there and his pitch dude it's so crazy because now they like shit on people who don't have actual sales mm-hmm. like they're like oh you're not an entrepreneur you're a entrepreneur, you're you're, you're you're an inventor you yes. know? yeah but like if you don't have the business side of your business like you know if there's no like proof of uh yeah like like they're they're like yo i'm not gonna market this product for you they're like i don't want to get on the ground floor like i want to buy something get equity that's already making me money so i can start re re uh, regional nationwide nationwide, making back my investment yeah dude the first episode of shark tank is just like all ideas and like you know they're obviously uh the sharks are like buying in second guy goes on and his idea is to put implanted bluetooth headsets into your ear and they're like what and he's like they're like so it's a surgery he's like yeah (laughs) and then they're like what's the battery life on this thing he's like well you do have to charge it every night and they're like (laughs) they're like what and, like, you know, like, this you is, this like is peak Bluetooth headsets. Like, people thought those were going to stick around for so long that this guy was going to talk about body modifications. I have a metal elbow, two rods in my knee. This guy's trying to throw, like, like mid-2000s lithium-ion batteries beats by Dre into your skull. And they're like, what? He's like you don't have to wear headphones anymore. And they're, and they're like, like they say, huh? they're like, wait, so these people have to sign up for surgery? And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's like an elective surgery, insurance won't cover it. He's like, I got a guy down in <laughs> Venezuela who will do it real cheap. And they're like, what does this cost? Like, uh, and he, like Robert's like, so what does this cost? And he's like, 20, 50 crayons. <laughs> <laughs> and- Actually, because it's the pilot episode, they like entertain the idea, and they're like, "This is crazy." And you're like, "Uh, you know, I'm just not so sure about this one. I'm out." You know and then, what? And then the guy is like all indignant. He's like, "You, you guys will know that you were wrong." I hope that guy's down and like southern america or something just trying just to get i his... hope that he's down in southern america with his buddy who's doing the surgeries and they got kids <laughs> walking around rio de janeiro and they got like the dopest tracks in their heads no, all dude. the time but they're charging him every night dude bring it back to the getting charging all those getting all those uh, telemarketer calls you think all those like call centers are just dudes with implanted Bluetooths? hello hello i have the bluetooth in my face dude i get uh, so i don't get them as bad for some reason, my girlfriend's like phone number, I don't know what she signed up for, she gets like 12 a day, and it just... <laughs> now, when she doesn't recognize an area code, she just hands me the phone so I can talk to these people. The past, like, 12 times, I don't know what she signed up for, you answer it, they say they're there with the American pharmacy. So, they have credentials. And then... It's not the European pharmacy, it's the American And then pharmacy. they always ask... I mean, I don't know why, they're so interested... I'll turn off the TV. Sorry. You good? Uh, they always ask if I am prescribed Cialis, Viagra, or any kind of male enhancement pill. They so wonder if you got dick problems. I say, of course, I her- say yes, because like you know, I might be fibbing, but I'm in the market. Yeah, sure. Like you know, hey, you know, youth is fleeting. Look at that guy. I'm saying, it best early. the ends commercial guy. Yeah, like yeah. Was pumped all the time, Bob. No, that's Andy Griffith. No, I thought Andy Griffith was the theme Griffith. song for Griffith. No. Was the theme it was song close. for Enzai, dude? They got into a huge talk about class action lawsuits. They Andy to... Griffith? No. Oh, Enzai. Enzai. <laughs> okay. I thought you said yeah, Andy, Andy Griffith. Gr- Andy like Griffith. <laughs> he sued Enzai yeah, Bob. Yeah. Uh, that's what you're saying. Don Knotts just went for the estate after Griffith kicked it. Yeah. Me too. Uh, <laughs> uh, me TV, um, but. Uh, what was I talking about? enzyme, oh, suing. Oh, dude, yeah. They always ask about if I'm prescribed Cialis or uh, Viagra. I just tell them I'm, I'm a Cialis guy. <laughs> and then they ask you. They got better commercials. And then they ask you. Yeah, dude, bathtubs. Bathtubs. In dude, why do commercials to make. back 40. Commercials make erectile dysfunction look so fucking cool. They're it's like, always like hot yo. air balloons working on Mustangs. Cross-country road trips on your motorcycle. Think about it. You got to get it up to do all those things. Yeah, dude. I hot can't... air balloon. You got to get it up. You got to get that hot air balloon okay, up. Okay. Revs in your Mustang. Okay. so You're, you're going fast. You got to get that RPM up. So you're talking. Up. You're thinking it's all double entendre. Double entendre. I always assumed that they were trying to show that. Look, just because you can't get rock hard like you did in your twenties <laughs> doesn't mean you're not a man. <laughs> look at all these guys. Like he's th- got a hot air balloon. It might as well That's be like roll. a Cialis and truck nuts commercial. Just like. Also, we'll send you some truck nuts for your jacked up Dodge Ram. Call now. All black dodge ram. Call now. And we'll forge a prescription. I'm a doctor. Dude, there's a there's like a company now advertising on podcasts called Blue Chew. And it's like, you FaceTime with a doctor. Last podcast has that too. It's some um, it's called 4 Hymns, I think. Yeah, 4 Hymns is the company hey, Speaking of which For Hymns, if you're listening to this, we will gladly advertise for you guys. 4G's an episode we'll make erectile dysfunction look even cooler the coolest Coolest coolest.com we don't even need we don't even need a video or hot air balloons yeah get it up but um yeah so they always ask you how many pills you're buying so i get a call from maria from miami who works at the american pharmacy sure and i'm out fishing with my girlfriend and uh she goes she said sir are you prescribed viagra or cialis i said I'm a Cialis guy. I'm like, I got yellow pills in my pocket as we're talking. Okay. She said, Very good. Very good. All right. She said, How many pills did you purchase last? She goes, 50 pills, 100 pills. And 100 I said, pills. I said, 200 pills. <laughs> and, and she goes, 200 pills, sir? And I was like, Are you trying to sell me some pills? And she said, Yes. I said, How about 300 pills? <laughs> Pills and she said I can do three hundred pills for three hundred dollars, sir. I said okay. Ten thousand. Now you're gonna pills. no, you're, you're gonna think I'm crazy. I said <laughs> five hundred pills, and she was just like I can do five hundred pills for like four hundred ninety-five dollars. And I was like, I was like, every hundred, I go said they take five dollars off the top, something like that. Oh man, and I, what a dividend no yeah dude they're they're oh they're breaking even like they're just standing for the, the people they're you doing know? it they're doing it for the guys <laughs> with the broke dicks they're doing it for the guys this, with is, the a, broke dicks. this is a goddamn american pharmacy they're man. doing it for the boys yeah. yeah so anyways um then i she goes i can do 500 pills and i said okay i said bear with me this might sound crazy i said one thousand pills and i actually got her to laugh and then she said, "You have a good day, sir," and she hung up on me. That's tough because it, you figure, dude. I've, 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 what? I've tried to pull the same shit on the dudes. Like this is the first time I had a girl call me. I tried to pull the same shit on the dudes, and one of the guys said, "Okay, bitch, have a good day," and I was just like, "I oh, fuck you too, buddy." I'm like in Walmart. I did just have like... a guy. <laughs> (laughs) I was trying to sell me car insurance and he got indignant with me. dude. And I was so, all right. So these people call and they say it wasn't car insurance. It was a car warranty. Yes. And they they call and they're like, hello. And I promise I'm not doing an accent to be like, you know, it was a dude. His name is Joe. He's calling from India. No, he's not calling from India. He's calling from like, uh, like, uh, Waterloo. He's like, my name is Joe. And, uh, Mr. What kind of cars do you have? And I'm just like, uh, you know, I've, I've got a car here. He goes, is the warranty expired? I'm like, uh, the warranty very well could be expired. He goes, well, excellent. Um, I would like to offer you a new warranty on the vehicle. I'm like, all right, sounds good. And uh, he's just like, what kind of vehicle is it? I'm like, well, it sounds like you already know, but I'll tell you, it's a 1995 Jeep. He goes, oh. I'm like, well, you, you can't offer me a, a new warranty on my car that's over 20 years old? We're 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 not doing this anymore, and then he hangs up on me, dude. I think I was in the His car when you did back that, and he gets indignant with me, and he's just like, "You mother. and he just like, "Mf and me, mf and me, mf and me." And I don't know if it's a supervisor or his manager or what. It's like, dude, I actually own this car. And that's the one that I would love a warranty on. Because stuff is breaking on it all the time. Okay, so I must have been like in the car with you <coughs> when you did ride. that. Because I kind of got like the, the gist you were going for. It's yeah. like, try and get a warranty on a car that's way too old. Sure. So they call my girlfriend. Same mm. thing. Trying to sell me a warranty. And uh, I said, oh, uh, which car are you calling in uh, reference to? Mm-hmm. And he said, your most recent recent purchased car. And I was like, "Wow!" I was like, "I don't, I don't even have uh, insurance on that guy." I was like, um, and I was like, um, "But you're sure it's my most recent purchased vehicle?" And he's like, "Yes." Would you like to renew the warranty? And I was like, "Yeah." And he said, "What what model car is it?" I said, "It's a 1919 Ford Model T." <laughs> and he goes, "I'm sorry, sir. What do you, What do you are you talking about?" And I said, "It's a hundred year old." 1919 <laughs> Ford Model T, and he said, "And this is your daily driver." And I said, "Yeah." I said, yeah, I, "I mean, I love the hell out of that car, man. <laughs> yeah. Things great." He said, "It runs like a top." I said, "It's a crank start, but it runs like a top." And uh, I said, "Little Timmy out there, and he he cranks her right up, and uh, he was on down to work at the old metal factory. He wasn't having it. He hung up on me, but it's a lot purchase, dude. I like actually get excited when when my girlfriend hands me the phone." That's so much fun. Well, all I'm saying is uh, any of you telemarketers <laughs> who want to advertise on our podcast, we are thirsty and hungry for the advertising dollars. So, uh, Hey, American Pharmacy, if you're listening, we will shill for you. We will. Send some dollars our way, and we'll tell them all the great, great products you prescribe. <laughs> 1,000 Cialis pills for the low, too... low price of $990. Uh, we, have, we, have, we have no integrity. This is the second episode, and we're begging for a sponsor. No, that's what po- – all right. Start podcast, <laughs> get advertising, something, what? profit. Uh, something, yeah. I think, is you get the advertisers on your podcast. Fair enough. Um, so, we got uh, two minutes here. Two minutes. Okay, do um, we want to wrap it up with something? Yeah, last thing. Uh, we kind of started talking about the AEW, but maybe I can come back oh, and hit it. shoot. It's all right. What's your last thing? Update on the podcast intro song. <laughs> Yes, this is good. I come home from that third shift last night. <laughs> Hop on Fiverr.com. Controversial website. Very controversial. Get in contact with a young man named Lewis out of London. He's a guitarist. United Kingdom. The boy's got chops. He's got Tasty moxie. Licks. Dude, I message him, and he gets me. Well, I, I, I kind of... I wrote. The, I, I yeah. I we've played, had. The, I, I played okay, the so chops. we've had keys on twine kicking around for like a couple months now. I, I play, we've, the, we've been fooling around with lyrics. Uh, the good captains wrote a couple riffs. You know, as tasty uh, licks, like 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 kind of demo riffs. And uh, so I send. I chop that up in Adobe Premiere. Send that off to Lewis as like a jumping off point. Mm-hmm. The boy sends me it's three freaking. guitar fit uh, you know files. Um, like within five hours. Mean so I jobs. wake up. To the first third of our podcast intro. And I just want to let you know, right now, so we're already international, baby. Oh, yeah. We're in London. We're back. We're from the U.S. Boom, to London, back to the U.S. And right now, there's a young man in Nigeria composing the drum beat to this Keys Twine intro song. The Nigerian drums. This, guy, this guy's name is Temi. Temi. the boy's got... Dare I say chops again? We'll the, say the, the guy he's the got the Nigerian chops. He's the fill master. Now, I negotiated uh, my, my uh, 150 seconds of uh, live drum accompaniment down to a measly 15 US dollars. $15. But boy, oh boy, that's 5,400 Nigerian, Nigerian diner. This guy is about to become the richest dude in his village in Nigeria for making these sick, sick, sick beats. I do think it's worth mentioning that you did ask a young man in Venezuela if he wanted to do.
1: <laughs> yeah, he asked I did. a
0: young man in Venezuela if he, he wanted to do. He does podcast do... intros, thirty-second podcast intros for ten dollars. They're not very good. I message him at the same time I message Lewis, and I'm like, whoever bites first, they're getting my business. Venezuela Louis, more versus expensive. United Kingdom. You, Lewis, thirty dollars, but guy plays he live guitar he, he's not he in garage band um andres in venezuela didn't get back to me until this morning with an apology that he would love to make our intro be very excited unfortunately too. the electricity is out in his uh in his uh, uh, building so, because of uh, the civil war in he Venezuela. Didn't, he, 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 he didn't explicitly say it's because of the Civil War. We know it's because of the Civil it's War. It's because of the Civil War. Because sometimes buildings don't have electricity. And you can't say it's because of storms. Because I would be like, oh, hey, storm's over. I'm going to be able to play you your podcast song now. It's, of it's because of the storm It's because of the stormtroopers and <laughs> the Civil War. So uh, I don't know if he's a Maduro guy. I don't know if he's the other guy. But uh what's his name? Andres. Andres, good luck there, and hope your Civil War goes super good. Hey, hang tight, man, and um, maybe we'll be uh, in business in the future. As for Temi, dude, rock those drums, and then all we need to lock down from the great listeners of this podcast is a, a vocal artist. A lyricist. Cap- lyricist capable of uh, encapsulating a, a lifestyle as prominent as Keys Untwined. That being said... Um, that's all I got for you guys this this week. We'll, uh, we'll hop back on the uh the ones and twos once Bam does something stupid. That's right. Hey, so keep... uh tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow. Right. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> Take your all team. Right. Yeah. Adios. That's a wrap.